Hi everyone, welcome to Manager IQ's Manager Skills Corner podcast. Manager IQ's mission is to provide an online space where managers can access all the resources, learnings and tools to build their manager toolkit and also to provide you with a community of managers to lean on. This podcast is designed to bring experts in specific areas of management to share their knowledge and experience with the Manager IQ community. We share tips and tricks which you can implement into your management practice. For more information about Manager IQ and our products, check out our website www.manageriq.com. Now, let's check out today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Manager Skills Corner. We are talking about having a continuous improvement culture as part of today's topic. It's just me today. We've got lots of guests lined up, but I thought that I would share my knowledge because there's been quite a bit of feedback from our manager population that they really want to know a little bit more about how they can actually create a continuous improvement culture within their team or have a team who have a continuous improvement mindset. So I have done a lot of this in my time, so I thought I would share my experience. Um, To touch on my experience, we probably don't go into it too much usually because we're interviewing other guests, but in my background, I have worked in multiple industries such as insurance, finance, professional services, banking, and more recently founded uh, Manager IQ, which is the reason why we bring you these podcasts. I'm super excited to share my knowledge in this area. I have been working in different teams and I've always felt that I've had this mindset around how am I able to do things faster, more effectively, with better customer satisfaction. Um, I think it actually stems from the fact that I constantly want to be doing new things and I want to be learning all the time. So I wanted to make sure if I had to do something over and over again as a repetitive task, I wanted to spend as less amount of time on it um, while having really great outcomes and delivering, delivering them with a really high quality. So I've had this mindset through all of my roles that I've had in the past. Um, I have predominantly worked in HR for the last, say, 20 years. And um, I had the very fortunate experience of of leading a large um, HR function who had a huge responsibility for delivering lots of different processes and projects. Um, This was a centralized HR function. So it would be your the people that you would email to say, hey, you know, how do I um, purchase flex leave or what is my annual leave balance or, um, you know, something has gone wrong with a relationship in the team. How can I manage it? So a central HR function that helps to manage all of those people things. Um, When I went in, I wanted to make sure that we were as effective and efficient as possible and realized that there is a little way to go um, for the team to have a continuous improvement mindset or a culture of, um, of being excited about continuous improvement. So it's Thing that I will talk about today and share my experience around how I took that team on their journey um, to end up having this sort of culture that was really exciting to be a part of. Um, one of the last roles I did in my professional services um, company that um, prior to starting up Manager IQ is that I actually created an innovation and continuous improvement service offering and team for the internal HR function. What does all those words mean? Um, It is essentially what I did is I worked with a group of people to understand how can we do things Um, or create ideas or do design thinking exercises that is going to improve the processes and the projects that are being done by the internal HR function so that we can create capacity. 
as you know, not just in HR functions, but in lots of teams, there is more and more expectation to do more and more. The organizations are facing a lot of change. Customers are expecting a lot. And um, therefore, we have to adapt to that. Um, what I recognize is that the only way that we're going to continue to manage the increase um, workloads is that we need to get really good at continuous improvement and create capacity for our people, not just to get through their work, but to create time for, for them to learn or for them to be innovative and do those things that are going to help them fill their buckets. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what I did for my last six months at EY, and we had some fantastic um, success. So that's a little bit around why I'm talking about this topic. Um, but let's take a step back, as we usually do, and make sure that we're all on the same page around what is a continuous improvement culture, um, so that as we go through this um, conversation and as you're listening, we're all on the same page. So first off, let's talk about what is a continuous improvement culture or mindset. This is a mindset in the team that there's always ways to improve what you're doing. So there's a ways to improve the process that you continue to do, the projects that you run, the products that you produce, the services you provide to your customers. This is to say that there is no small incremental change that is not important enough. Any incremental change is going to help the team be more effective and create that capacity that you need. So as you can imagine, this is a culture that people raise um, their ideas around, hey, this, this process feels a bit clunky, or this project doesn't seem to be streamlined enough, or there seems to be so many people in this process or so many people involved in what we're trying to achieve here that it's actually causing bottlenecks. Um, so what you want to do is, as part of a CI culture, is that you want to ensure that your people can raise those concerns, that you, that you can capture those ideas, and that you actively work towards improving it. There's nothing more disengaging for a team as if they're actually working in clunky ways so that they feel like they are wasting their time or that they're banging their head against the wall or that they're waiting on others to be able to deliver what they want to do. People want to get in and have the streamlined process as much as possible, leveraging what, what technology is available and therefore making their work a lot more streamlined and just a really great, um, I guess, piece of work to do. So when we talk about having a CI culture, you know, what does that really look like? So what we do here is, as I mentioned, it's a team that finds ways to provide feedback to each other, to the leader around their processes, the way that teams behave, the way they interact with their clients, the way that they run projects, whatever the topic is. There is always a opportunity for people to receive and provide feedback so that your team can continue to improve and basically not improve just the individual, but improve the team as a whole. This is going to help you deliver on your business goals, but it's also going to create this really fun environment where people feel like they can be innovative and they can actually raise their um, their concerns as well. It's also about how you um, create that learning environment. So the team are constantly thinking, hey, is there a different way to do this? Is there new technology that might help support this? Um, are we able to, um, do we need that new, that approval now? So this is a really great way that you can get your, your team to continue to learn. So another part of this is, is also ensuring that your team have this process orientated, orientated mindset. This means that when you are delivering a process or you're delivering a product, what are the steps that are taken to be able to deliver that project or that process. So what we're going to say here is that if you have individuals in your team or all your team and even yourself that are 
that are thinking about the process involved and are documenting that process, that means that you can actually go back, have a look at that process and see where the bottlenecks are, see where the inefficiencies are and see where maybe there's um, improvements that can be made. Once you document and truly understand the process and also ensure that people are following the process as they sh as they should, because um, what tends to happen a lot in teams is that people end up doing work um, the same work, but maybe get there in a different way, which in some instances, that's perfectly fine. Um, however, if you're in a in a team where it's it's actually better to be as streamlined as possible, then everyone should be following the same process. So getting everyone on the same page about having the same process is, is actually really important, a part of a CI of a continuous improvement culture. I'm so used to calling it CI as part of the team. So apologies if I say CI and um, means continuous improvement. Um, what does the culture look like um, as I continue on with this? It's all about how leaders like managers, if you're listening to this, it's about how you role model this. So it's how you even look to what you're doing and say, hey, is there ways that I can improve? Is there ways that I can improve how I do in my meetings? Is there ways that I improve how I communicate, um, how I run projects, how I manage team workloads? So if you're looking to continuously improve and ask your team for feedback and ask your team about what seems inefficient or what seems to be time wasting, you're role modeling that that um, ability to ask and receive feedback and then act on it. So that's the key thing as well. You want a role model um, seeking and asking, um, or sort of seeking feedback, receiving feedback, and then being able to do something about that. Um, what you also want to do is that um, a CL culture is also where people feel like they're being rewarded and recognized for these great ideas that they might be presenting to the team. They don't always have to work. You know, like that's the exciting thing about a CI culture is that they don't necessarily, every single idea needs to work. You can actually just learn from the process of trying an idea and it may be not quite hitting the mark. You might learn something, but you also might take a little piece of that and then change it um, in another way as well. So you want to ensure that if people are bringing ideas, are actively working on CI activities, then you are actually looking to reward them and recognize them. You want to celebrate those success. You want to also capture how they're Basically, uh, what's the value of that? So maybe they've removed two minutes of the process. Maybe they've um, reduced it by one handover. Maybe they've increased customer satisfaction by 50%. Whatever it is, you want to capture those wins and, and give it back to your to your team um, to make sure that they understand that what they're doing is truly making a difference. What the great thing about documenting all of these wins and uh, the benefits of CI is that you can go back over a period of time, might be, you know, three months and you can say, hey, uh, we've just saved, you know, we've created capacity of 2000 hours. We've improved 10 processes. We've improved the way that we manage projects. So we've got better customer satisfaction, whatever it might be. If you capture that, that's a great way to showcase the improvements that you're making in your team. Fantastic when you're managing upwards as well around um, why it's important to continue to give um, your team time to work on these CI objectives because it is actually benefiting the team, benefiting the customer and therefore benefiting the business. So you want to make sure that you're capturing that information so these are the things that are quite exciting. Um, once you get going and you're able to have this momentum with having a CI culture, it starts to get very exciting for the team. People want to be part of an innovative team who are open to ideas and they want their ideas to come to life. Um, I've known in a few times that I've said, you know, this feels very uh, manual. Is there a way to automate this? And then suddenly we've got this automated form, you know, which is probably not super complex, but it was different um, to how we did it before. And we're saving ours. People like, oh, my gosh, I've had, you know, I've been filling out this, 
you know, Excel spreadsheet, whatever, for or sending this email 20 times, you know, a week. And now I just fill out a form and it really takes um, the manualness out of the process. So that's exciting for individuals who are part of a team to say, hey, I've actually been part of this um, process improvement and I've really enjoyed how we got there and um, have got to a real positive objective for, uh, for the people within the team. So let's take a step back and consider, you know, why is having a continuous improvement um, culture or mindset in your team important? Um, it's important for multiple reasons. Um, firstly, it is very common in teams that when they are continuously to do, doing processes over and over again, they kind of get a little bit um I'm not going to say stagnant, but they just get used to doing a process a certain way. So they might get used to the manualness, the clunkiness, that it's always been done like that, that we have to get five approvals, you know, via email or whatever the thing, whatever the clunkiness of the process is. So people get used to it. Um, and now more than ever, technology is changing so quickly that there is amazing technology that is easy to access, that is part of, say, the Microsoft suite or whatever it is, um, that is going to help you automate these processes. Um, this is going to create capacity for your team. As I mentioned earlier, they is more there is more and more requirements for teams to do more. So that means we just got to get better at how we do um, the work that we're doing in the team so that they can actually take on more work and be excited about it and also reduce the manualness of, of people's roles. We also want to make sure that it improves the performance of the team. So you want your team to continuously be known as, you know, being innovative and pushing the boat out and um, meeting clients, uh, constantly trying to look at new ways to meet the client's needs in a faster way or a more effective way or with higher quality. Um, that's another great thing about the continuous improvement mindset is that you're going to constantly think about how can you deliver something better, which means it's going to mean the outcome is is of a higher quality. So that's got to be great, great for your team because they're going to get good feedback, great for your customers because they're going to get a really fantastic product and then great for the business because they're um, meeting their business, new, their business goals and great for you as a manager because you're part of the successful team. Um, once again, you want to ensure that it's all about how you keep your team motivated and engaged and satisfied. Um, no one wants to work in clunky processes um, and no one wants to work in ineffective projects and so forth. So you want to continue to engage um, your team and a good way to retain them as well, especially in the current environment that we are in, is that you provide an environment that is um, as streamlined as possible and giving them opportunities to learn. Um, I think that when we look at why it's important. Um, as I mentioned before, it's actually very important for the individual because they're going to meet their own performance targets, but they're going to be able to have some stretch um, opportunities so that because they've got capacity to do that because they have, um, you know, created time because they improved another process. Um, one of the great things about motivating your team is about how you are able to give them these stre stretch opportunities. So these opportunities to do things that are outside of their normal day to day and um, doing continuous improvement exercises and creating this culture within your team is going to allow them to be able to do those opportunities. But also the mindset is, is a perfect uh, mindset to take into different teams. So if you teach your team members, you know, what is, you know, to be innovative with how they're thinking, to never, you know, settle on the status quo, to constantly think about how they can do things more effectively. That's a fantastic skill to take into their next team to be able to to convey that mantra there. There, anybody in the future is going to be like, wow, this person is really um, looking to be more operationally effective. 
um, or one of the words would be. So it's just a fantastic skill to teach your team members and um, they're going to learn and grow and, and be successful doing it. Um, also for you, you're going to have so many different things that are going to be coming across your plate. You need to ensure that your team are as streamlined as possible to be able to deliver on all of those activities. So as I mentioned, for you as a manager, it's going to be really important that you are looking at your team to see how effective they're being. Um, you want to ensure that you have all of these positive aspects coming out of your team. It's going to make you, it's going to mean that you're going to be hugely successful in your management role. Are you a new manager looking to build your manager toolkit? Well, the new manager development program is just for you. We cover four modules, which is looking at what is the role of the manager, how to set yourself up as a manager, how to set your team up, and then looking into the future. We have an excellent free trial that is available to all. If you would like access to it, please visit our website today, www.manageriq.com. Um, one of the things that you might want to do if you're coming into a team or you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, how does your team performing when they you review them from having this kind of CI mindset, so this continuous improvement mindset? So a way you can assess this is sit back and have a look at your team and understand how many ideas are your team generating about how they can improve certain aspects of your of their work or their team's work. So this could be how the work's done, the behaviors, you know, the customer stuff, all the all the different bits and pieces that I've mentioned already in the podcast. So take a step back and say, well, how many ideas are being generated? If you can say, actually, we are having lots of ideas that are being generated every week. We have um, exciting project close meetings where we continue to improve. If you're able to identify that there is lots of ideas bubbling up and and people feel like they are able to raise their concerns or um, or raise their ideas, then you can say, OK, you do have the foundation of a, a good um, continuous improvement culture. However, if your team are not bringing any ideas out to you, they're looking quite tired. Um, they're just going through the, the motions of getting the process done and are not sitting back thinking, how can I do this, you know, quicker, more effectively and with better customer satisfaction. Then you might want to consider um, how you can be able to reinvigorate the team around thinking in this way and being able to showcase that having continuous improvement mindset is actually beneficial to them as well. So that's one thing that you can step back and, and check to see if that's if that's happening in your team. Another way to assess how um, how you, the continuous improvement culture is within your team is how many of your processes are documented. Um, this is a, a very good building block to the continuous improvement culture. If you have a lot of your processes documented, that's fantastic. That's the first step. Um, hopefully your team are, um, are working their way through the processes as in they're delivering what they need to by following the processes. So if you've got good processes documented, that's fantastic. If not, you might want to consider um, having your team document some of the processes. It doesn't have to be super detailed. You can even do it at a high level to begin with um, to create another great foundation to um, build that continuous improvement mindset. Um, another part of it is, is if you're documenting or applying a project management method methodology to your projects. So if you take a step back and think, how do we run our projects? Do we just you know, fly by, by the seat of our pants or um, do we just um, muddle our way through? Um, consider how you're able to um, implement a project management methodology into your team. And it doesn't have to be complex. It can be just about making sure that you have a project charter, um, ensuring you have a project plan, ensuring that you have ways to update your stakeholders and definitely ensuring that you have a project closed meeting. Um, so consider, are your team doing that? You know, are they um, implementing that project management um, methodology? 
So, yeah, and then just consider in the last six months, how many improvements have been made to your team in the sense of how they do work? Have they have you done anything that's reduced complexity, improved efficiencies, increased capacity or customer satisfaction? If you look back and you say that actually we haven't done any of this, then you're probably quite low with regards to having a continuous improvement culture. And also you want to take a look at your team and see how excited are they by um, getting involved in continuous improvement activities? Is it something that they see as a benefit? Do they just feel like it's actually just something extra that they have to do and it's on top of what they already have to deliver on? That excitement, motivation and understanding how important continuous improvement exercises are for them and the team is another way for you to sense check how close you are to having a continuous improvement culture. Do you recognise continuous improvement activities? So is it part of the the way you say thank you or is it part of your job descriptions? Is it part of your performance reviews? Do you find ways to give your team time to undertake activities? Do you also have um, sessions like ideation sessions? So this is where the team can come together and say, hey, what, are, what do we feel are our biggest bottlenecks right now? And you can workshop with your team and then you can prioritise them. Um, if you're doing these things on a more frequent basis, you can probably say, hey, you're quite far down the road of having a continuous improvement culture and a continuous improvement mindset within your team. Now let's consider how you as a manager can help have a continuous improvement culture. So first and foremost, you need to ensure that you give permission for your team to be innovative, to think about new ways of working. You know, this is your role of manager to be able to ensure that people think innovatively. So you can keep on talking about, you know, what are some of those things that are creating problems for you right now that are, you know, keep you up at night, um, that cause you some frustration. And you might not be in the absolute, you know, details of how this work is done. So they are the most perfect people to be able to consider how this can be done better. They might not have the expertise, which you can try and find, you know, within your organization or even externally to be able to, you know, do it. Or there might be an idea that your team comes up with is so easy to implement and but makes a big difference. So, but you want to first and foremost, as the manager, you want to give permission for the team members to be able to think innovatively and think about how they can improve their work and that no problem is, is, any problem is wonderful to share because it's a way that we can improve it, but also that problem is actually being faced by so many people within that team as well. You also want to consider how you can give your team some structure around how they can undertake continuous improvement activities. We can, I might actually see if I can draw up some, some resources that I can share with the manager Um manager IQ community that's going to help with this but essentially you want to if I was going to you know just draw up a document or something like that I would say well what is the current um, process that is being undertaken at the moment so detail that out what are some of the current problems that they're facing um, and then workshop with the team how those problems can be improved and then you want to say okay well if we want to improve them you want to prioritize the improvements which ones do you want to actively work on first then what you want to do is you want to say okay well what are the tasks that are going to get us to those improvements document them down even in a project plan or even in an excel document to say okay well these are the things that need to happen who do we need to to deliver on this and when does it need to deliver by um so it's just a matter of stepping it out understanding the problem figuring out how you can solve that problem and then actively working on the solution um once you've implemented that solution you want to go back and say update your process documents and um, but then go back and say well actually did it originally has it solved the original problem and if that has done that great what i've found a lot of is that sometimes you solve one problem and another one kind of rears its head but that's fine 
you just kind of then work on that problem. And then over a period of time, that whole process will be nice and clean, streamlined, effective and efficient. So that's a bit of a, a nutshell how you might want to provide structure to your team to be able to undertake continuous improvement processes or tasks. So once again, you want to provide them also ways that they can actually provide feedback or create ideas. So I did mention a little bit earlier around how you might want to have an ideation ideation session. Maybe you could do this once a month and you just have it as part of a team meeting saying, hey, we're going to have a quick 15 minute mind dump on what are the things that we are we finding the most frustrating at the moment in regards to how we're working or the processes that we're dealing with or, you know, archaic approvals or whatever it might be and get everyone to jot down their ideas around what's frustrating them most at the, what's frustrating them the most at this point in time. Once you have all of those those ideas, you can prioritize with your team so everyone can vote, you know, for for their top three ideas. And then you can say, okay, well, these are the ideas that we're going to work on, you know, for the next month. Who's keen and interested and excited about working with this on working on this idea with me? And that's a great way to get your team involved because they're they're the ones, it's their ideas, it's their challenges. Another fantastic way to really get your team excited about it. So what you also want to make sure is, as I mentioned before, is that another way that you can help create a CI culture is making sure that all your processes are documented. And as I mentioned, this doesn't have to be in absolute detail, um, but definitely at a high level. And those people who are probably the most efficient at those or most effective at the processes or the projects, they're probably the best ones to document those processes. So you're able to Google a, t- a process template um, from Google and, and be able to help them work on that if you don't have any processes documented at this point in time. So it's a bit of a summary there of like as a manager, what you can do to help create a CI culture. It's about giving the team permission to be able to raise their concerns. It's about giving them some structure about how they be able be able to raise their concerns, but also how you undertake continuous improvement um, processes or tasks. You want to make sure that you provide some structure to getting into an ideation session and, and creating that mindset that um, continuous improvement is exciting and, and making sure your processes are documented. Um, another thing I hadn't mentioned is around how you can reward. So having a continuous improvement, especially for the first little while as part of your reward structure. So if you have um, a system or um, within your organization that gives um, people a gift voucher for certain reasons and maybe for a period of three to six months, re- three to six months, that reason could be them undertaking some continuous improvement exercises that have improved the team in some way um, or it might be a thank you or you might take them for a coffee or um, or you might add it as part of a positive aspect aspect of the performance um, review so you want to make sure that you're recognizing and rewarding this behavior as part of you know how you recognize and reward people in your team if you're an individual um, looking to consider how you can improve your continuous improvement mindset, here are some thoughts that you might want to consider. When you are working, um, I know that we can get into a habit, particularly if it's work that is repeatable and you've been doing it for a long time, is that you can just get into automation mode and you want to get it done. You've got a lot of other things going on, so you just kind of you know, smash through it. What I would say is if you want to have a continuous improvement mindset, I would work consciously. So be mindful when you're working and considering what you're doing and actively think, actually, this doesn't quite feel as streamlined as it could be, or why are we still doing this manually? Or why do we have two approvals still? You know, maybe you can do one approval or why we have to email for approval. Is there a way to automate that, to take out the middleman? Anything, it could be anything. So when you're working 
actively think about, hey, what feels not doesn't feel quite right or what is frustrating you so that you can consider, OK, well, this actually might be an idea for continuous improvement. So I think that that would be the first step in you thinking about how you can build that continuous improvement mindset. The second step is actually understanding that your opinion does matter. You are actually the, the expert in this process. A lot of the time, your leader, your manager, those people who are above you don't understand the ins and outs of the process. I mean, sometimes they do, but they're not actively working on it at that point in time. So your opinion definitely matters when it comes to the way that you're working. And we encourage you to have the strength or feel that you can trust your managers to be able to raise some ideas around how you might want to improve. Um, I would also recommend that, you know, just don't give, you know, problems to your managers or to your leaders. It's around, okay, say this is this is what's happening. You know, maybe there's a way that we can automate this or I've researched a few ideas. Maybe this is what it could look like um, so that you do have a solution mindset to it as well. You might not know it, so maybe it is just about, you know, you know, telling them the problem, saying, I don't actually ha- know how this can be fixed right now, but I'm, I'm excited and keen to learn and maybe hear your thoughts and, and maybe we can work with the team on improving it um, along in the future. So something to consider there as well. And I've mentioned a little bit earlier, but there's also that concept that no small change is too small. Um, we had some processes at EY, um, which is the professional services organization I worked for, that we only shaved off 30 seconds for this process. But that process was done 2000 times a year. So that equals a lot of time. Um, we might have reduced it by one. We automated approval process. So that took you know, hundreds and hundreds of hours out of a process every year because all we did is we didn't have to go chase the back and forth of the approvals. It's these things that it might have just been a simple change in the process, but it cut out so many inquiries and it cut up so it cut out so many inefficiencies. So these are some of the things that you might want to consider um, is that you might do 30 seconds here in this process, a minute here, two minutes there, da-da, but all of them together are going to make a significant impact either in your role or collectively as a team. Any time saved is going to create capacity for you to do something that you might but might be to, you know, more towards your future career goals or help you learn or help you do something that's a little bit more exciting rather than being bogged down in, in certain things that are inefficient. So those are some things to consider if you're an individual listening to this and you want to try and increase or improve your continuous improvement mindset. There are some barriers to having a continuous improvement culture. Time is the biggest barrier and workloads. People don't have time to be able to improve processes because their workloads are high or they've got a lot of other things coming down at them. So something as a manager that you might want to consider is how do you build time in or say that we don't have, we, it's so important that we have to make time to be able to do these things and starting Starting a continuous improvement um, culture off is the hardest because it just feels like you're you're adding work more work on. But that's the good reason why you uh, when you prioritize the ideas that you work on first, try and do the ones that are going to create more capacity or efficiencies so that your team can then say, okay, great, actually, this has made a a difference to my day to day. So now I've got more time and therefore I can do more continuous improvement exercises or I can do something else with that time. But it's around making sure that what you start with is going to be uh, the right ideas so that your team can continue to figure, think that this is benefit for them. 
Um, yeah, and as a manager, creating that space and time for your team to work on CI activities. So actually scheduling it in, ensuring that your clients, other team members, so forth, know that those individuals are working on CI activities um, so that they're not pulled into other work. And it's as, as important as other things, which is an ongoing challenge. It's easier said than done. Another thing that you might want to um, ensure that you that as a manager is the barriers when people's ideas are not taken seriously. It's a challenge because maybe there's quite a few, um, I guess, inefficiencies in the team. However, it's about making sure that you say, yes, thank you for bringing that team, that idea to me. I will take a look into it. Let's put it down on our ideas list and we can prioritize it when we do our priority meeting in, in a little while. So something that you might want to consider around, don't just blow off any idea and adjusting almost always been like that. Um, a way a manager responds to these ideas is how a team member is going to feel like they are and they can trust and and they, they feel safe to bring these ideas up in the future. So um, so consider it. Um, it doesn't have to be say, yes, let's work on this now. It could be the answer, um, but it means that you can actually have a look at it in the in the future. Um, another part of a barrier is that when people try something and it doesn't work and then it's seen as a failure, but actually a failure is a is a learning opportunity. So it's around how you get your team to understand that when every idea or every problem that we look to solve is not going to instantly be a success and there might be teething problems around, but it's around how we can actually learn from that experience and continue to grow as a team and um, and be able to improve on it, you know, the next time you have a look at it. So, yeah, so I think one of the things that I will say is part of my experience is that after a while, it does feel easier to be able to continue to do these improvements. It becomes part of your normal mantra. So, but it's when you start off to begin with, it's become, it's the hardest job for the manager around how they can advise teams that this is something that's actually quite important. So for you as a manager, um, I would say that you need to find ways that you can breathe a little bit of life to why these sorts of exercises are important and what benefit it will be to the individual themselves, the the, the customers that you are supporting and the business you're all part of. If you can create, if you can create success for all three of those groups, then as a manager, your role will be successful. That's something that you might want to consider. I will be happy to answer any questions that anybody has. Email us at hello at manageriq.com if you have any specific questions. I will continue to look to build some resources to help with this because I do know there's quite a few people in the manager community who are looking to do this a little bit more effectively. There's so many more examples and so many more structured um, opportunities that we could provide as part of this, but wanting to keep the podcast within that 30 minute mark. But um, if you have any questions, let us know. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me today. In the next couple of weeks, we've got some more fantastic guests joining us. So I'm looking forward to sharing more podcast episodes. Um, thanks for the rest of your time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you have any feedback or would like us to deep dive on a specific skill, please email us at hello at manageriq.com. Thanks very much. Have a good day.